Hey, Kyle. Hey, Patrick. How's it going, man? Hey, going good. Everyone, we have Kyle Mann on uh, our, our first interview on uh, uh, Innovate Nashville. Kyle Mann is a business owner himself. He's uh, with Actuality VR. Uh, in in my opinion, it's one of the only VR companies doing real stuff here in Nashville. Uh, uh, we're we're going to be talking with Kyle about just understanding his craft, uh, maybe how he got where he is. He's worked with some pretty cool companies like Google, Jaunt, uh, National Geographic, Samsung, uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, so we're going to dive right in and just kind of... Uh, hear his story. Um, I've given a somewhat of an introduction, Kyle. Uh, I really appreciate you joining us today. Um, maybe you could uh, shed some light, just maybe give your origin story. Yeah, of course. Uh, first interview. Wow, no pressure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it was, um, you know, I definitely didn't start out uh, with, with working with those companies. It's definitely been amazing to do that. I had actually started uh, about 5 o'clock in the morning on a weekday, uh, it was, I was going into work and my wife had just bought me this book. Uh, I was in a, a pretty rough spot in my job. I, you know, I'd always wanted to own a business and I was at this job and it was, you know, long hours. I, I didn't fulf feel fulfilled at this job. And it was, uh, it was a book by Jen C Cicero, essentially like, you know, how to stop doubting yourself and <laughs> being the badass you are or something like that. Am I am I allowed to swear on this? Is that cool? Is that yeah, yeah, totally, man. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> no holds awesome. far. So no uh, awesome. Uh so you know, it was it was meaningful. I've always I've always been um a huge reader, you know, Tim Ferris, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, Chase Jarvis. I mean just all all I mean, any author really. I I love reading. But this this was different because my wife had bought me this book and she thinks these books are boring and so he's like, you know, where am I in my life when my wife is buying me self-help books? So, but you know, I read it and I started reading it that night, and I didn't sleep. I read the whole book from cover to cover, and I woke up. I, I said I didn't wake up. My wife woke up at about five o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, to get ready for work. And as soon as I saw her start to move, I said, Kayla, I'm, I'm quitting my job. <laughs> like it is way too early for this. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to give me a minute, and and I did. And that day, I, I put in my my two week notice, um, and they and that's that's where the journey started. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I just knew it wasn't what I was doing at my job. Um, so <laughs> didn't have a plan on what to do. Uh, didn't know you know how I was gonna do it, but I was confident enough in 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 my education and, and my work ethic, I was like, you know, I'll figure something out. Uh, I know how to make money. So just a little bit later, fast forward, I watched the Blue Angels video on USA Today. Uh, they had this 360 video on Facebook, uh, and it was just so cool. I nerded out so hard, you know, as a, as a guy who like, built computers and was super nerdy uh, all throughout high school, you know, my entire life, it was just mind-blowing. And I knew, also knew through uh, you know, resources like Gary Vaynerchuk and Tim Ferriss, and you kind of, through marketing, you know that attention is where you, you want to be as a business owner, and it's where you want to market. Where are the eyeballs? And I knew that the mobile device is where, you know, this generation, the next generation, you know, that's, that's where attention is. And so I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Uh, so I spent some time researching, and I found out that, um, 
you know, there was going to it was going to be about seven thousand dollars to get started, and uh, I didn't have seven thousand dollars, so I took out a loan. Uh, <laughs> definitely don't recommend this uh, at all. Uh, <laughs> don't don't do this. Uh, so I didn't know how I was going to make money with it, but I bought the camera and I just started learning. I spent about six months just doing nothing but um, reaching out to people that have done this before and that were. Uh, way smarter than me, and then because it's not a big, it wasn't a, a crowded market. I had access to these people. It was the perfect time. I mean, really, it was the perfect storm of uh, of, of doing this. So, you know, I was able to reach out to uh, a guy on YouTube that's doing tutorials, who now is a producer at Jaunt. Um, you know, to kind of take the story forward a little bit. Um, it's just crazy how these things work. But yeah, and I just spent six months just learning the craft, and I just I knew that spending 19 hours a day, <laughs> I, I didn't want to go to bed. I, it was it, I knew it was what I wanted to do because I was so depressed of having to go to bed because, I mean, I had to stop doing what I was doing. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah, just so, yeah, in that and constant then, you know, flow state. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a constant flow state of just just so just enveloped in, in, in everything that I'm doing here. So it's... I love what I do, and as you can tell, I love talking about it. So <laughs> I want to go ahead. And that's that's pretty much, you know, the, that's that's the origin, and it kind of leads up to the past couple of years. So yeah, totally. So just uh, overnight decision, you, you jumped in. Uh, uh, you, you hear a lot of entrepreneurs having that similar story of just like, you know, take the dive, just do it, and uh, you know, it, it, you, you learn the fly on the way down, right? Uh, as the old cliche saying goes. Exactly. So. Uh, VR, I mean, there's so many things going on in the space right now. Um, you know, tell me, I mean, you can be blunt, like, where's Nashville in the space? A, a lot of it's being led out of San Francisco, you know, California vibes. It's uh, being considered not consumer ready for some people. Um, you know, I, I don't know the average person, like, you can go buy an Xbox or PlayStation VR system now, uh, which is good. Yeah. That means we're making the traction. Um, <laughs> you can consume shows, like, where's Nashville in this mix? Well, I will tell you, when I first got started, uh, I started going to different networking events, and these were networking events with, you know, masterminds, insurance agents, real estate agents, uh, people that are in, you know, kind of the uh, you know, the banking industry, the finance, the healthcare. And when I would tell them that what I was doing, and I mentioned virtual reality, the first thing people think of is, you know, 1984 virtual reality. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen, um, you can look it up on YouTube, but on Regis, was it Regis and Kelly? Um Back then, Regis and Kathy Lee, yeah. they did. Regis got put up in this huge orb with a VR goggles on, and that's what people thought. Um, it was, it's really funny if you get a chance to take a take a look at it. But that's what people's mind first went to when I mentioned I did this. So you know, early on, it was it was something that nobody really knew about. I couldn't find anybody else that was doing it. Um, if they were doing it, they weren't visible. But now uh, today. You know there are there are a few companies out here that are that are doing um, that that are getting into it, and it varies from you know the gaming side of things to the 360 video side of things. So it's um you know it's definitely becoming a it's coming becoming a place where there's curiosity and there's interest. Uh, I think now just everybody's trying to figure out you know okay so we can do it. How do we convince? Like how do we tell? the masses, how valuable this is. And, and when you're passionate about it, that's kind of the thing about being in a new industry is that you have to be, you have to be that voice. You have to be the advocate. 
you know, you, you have to knock on doors and say, have you heard the good news? So <laughs> it's, um, but Nashville is, is full of talented people. Um, Patrick, I was telling you earlier that this, this, um, this city is absolutely, it, it's, it's not just country music and Broadway. It's, you know, the tech, the tech industry is, is it, it lives in Nashville. I and mean, there are a lot of talented companies, a lot of innovative companies that are in Nashville. And people don't think that. They think Silicon Valley. They think, you know, New York, Chicago. It's, one of my missions is to have Nashville be a hub for VR. Because, um, you know, I can, I, can, I can speak to that. And I think it's, you know, it's definitely the talent's here. And that's why it's been a goal of mine that whenever I do bigger projects here in Nashville that, that require a crew, you know, hiring local is, is, is valuable. And it's a lot harder because the skills, you know, there's, there's talented people here, and it's, it doesn't take much to, to kind of to, to tweak those, those same skills and be able to work within VR. But, um, you know, it's, it's incredibly important. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Likewise, you know, just to comment to the listeners, like Nashville is totally uh, tech-centered. Uh, there, there's a lot of really cool things happening. And, um, you know, um, that, that's the whole premise of the show is to expose a lot of these. So thanks for, uh, you know, sharing that sentiment. Um, yeah. So, you know, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, the, the VR space and, you know, what, what's coming down the bend, Nashville being a primary maker in that. Now, uh, a lot of people I, I feel like are getting confused around, you know, like AR, VR, there's different headsets, is it <laughs> HTC Vive, Oculus, like what do I buy? Yeah. Oh, and I have to have a gaming computer for that? Like <laughs> how how do we uh, simplify this? Yeah, so there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of discussion within the industry. Uh, you know, you can really get into the semantics of, of 360 video versus AR, what's mixed reality, what's augmented with the virtual and but I think ultimately it what what the platform is is uh, it's it's just a new medium to to it's immersive content right it's um it's it's there to to really put you in a different place different than than looking at a screen so you know there's there are there, there's headsets and there's you know there's a hundred different of them and but I think mainly um, you have two forms of the way of consuming VR content um, and again, there's 360 video and there's virtual reality. You have the games and you have the videos. And I think with the videos, you the most, you know, 80% of the population is going to consume that with a cell phone. Uh, just I'm sure you've seen on Facebook and YouTube, you can literally just pick up your phone and start moving your phone around, and you can view the content. And with you know Google with their Daydream platform and with their Gear VR, you know you can slide in. Um, or the Samsung's Gear VR, you can slide your phone in there, and then it becomes a VR headset. So and those are you know at the hundred dollar price point. So you don't need a gaming computer. It's still it's still early on. I, I mean, I have one. I'm one hundred percent you know one hundred percent nerding out on all of this. So <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so and also you know, but you don't have to have. It, it can be very daunting looking at everything. Um, so it, it's. You know, it's exciting. It's an exciting time, but it's still early. Distribution is probably the number one problem. I say the number one. One of the top problems with VR, you know, where do I go to consume VR content? So it, it's, you know, you, there, there are several different uh, apps. And actually, I was doing a presentation for somebody, and they're like, you know, what are some of the best, what's the best content out there right now? So well, you kind of got to go to different places, but you can definitely consume it with YouTube and, and um 
and Facebook. I think those are the, the, the two main main forms of consumption there and distribution. Uh, awesome. And you know, we're we're hearing more about you know, just in the media you know, TechCrunch talking acquisition from Apple, you know, as far as uh uh monitoring uh, what is it, vision whenever looking at you know VR. So it, it, it looks like yeah, yeah eye tracking, right? Like it's coming down the bin. It, 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 people are working on it. And uh, I think before we know it, there's going to be a huge boom. And it sounds like you're on the cutting edge and perfecting your craft uh, and moving forward in that direction. So really great to hear that that's coming out of Nashville. Um, yeah, so out, of, out of curiosity, just from an entrepreneur perspective, like it, talk about maybe like your first VR edit, like your first gig compared to where you are now. Like what, what was that? Is it night and day difference? Like, what does that look like? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was actually talking um, to the guy I worked with last night about this. Um, so my first actual um, gig, and it was spec work, and, you know, there's getting started, I think, spec work uh, is, is pretty vital. Uh, but it was for uh, FanFest, which is also based out of um, – it was based out of Franklin at the time, uh, but now it's based out of Spring Hill. But they do the Walker Stalker conventions. They do the Heroes and Villains uh, festival. So, but they also have a lot of online content. And you know, I walked in there with my <laughs> with my longboard. Uh, I had actually longboarded from my house to their comic book store that they had on the square in Franklin. And you know, I had my my tripod sticking out the back of a backpack. I was in a I was in a uh, a tank top, and I just walked in there, and I was just like, Hey, uh, you guys need a like? Can I make a video for you? It was super <laughs> to this day he remembers it, so I definitely made an impact uh but it was you know they let me kind of go to the convention and just film different things i uh, you know got to film a lot of the actors from The Walking Dead and you know it was, it was a really cool moment for me I, again nerding out like crazy it was um but putting together, I learned a lot of things where i try to try to do some moving shots. Uh, and instantly made people sick when they watched it in a headset, which, <laughs> you know, it wasn't, you know, obviously don't want to do that. That's not the goal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there was, even in when it came to video editing, uh, I learned a lot there. I was still pretty pretty new to it. I'd always done it as a kid, um, as, as you know, just as a, as a hobby and a patent passion project, but it was never, I never did professionally. So there was a lot I had to learn about coloring and editing and uh, specifically editing within 360. Uh, so it was. <laughs> uh, I actually think I may be on my YouTube channel. It's like one of the first videos I've done. My YouTube channel is pretty neglected. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the work I do now is is for uh, commercial clients that so they don't exactly it, for internal use. But you can probably even find that at Walker Soccer Convention. It was. It, it's not good. I'm I'm almost in, <laughs> <laughs> embarrassed to mention it. But um, you know, I think it's definitely important. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about you know documenting your your progress. So my hope is that, you know, later down the road, years down the road, you know, you can always look back and say, oh, this is where he was and this is where he is now. This is, that's crazy. So <laughs> right. it was, um, but I definitely was so grateful for the guys there that, that let me um, kind of come in there just with no, I mean, they hadn't seen any, I hadn't done any work at this point. I, you know, filmed some things around downtown Franklin and, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was really the first real um, gig where I, they gave me permission to go behind the scenes. My first paid gig was with the National Symphony, and that went a lot better. So that was, 
uh, that's it won awards at uh, different VR festivals. So it was um, definitely uh, a lot better. I learned a lot from that and some subsequent jobs after the FanFest one. But, wow. uh, but yeah, so that's awesome. there was definitely a learning so, curve there. <laughs> yeah, so th- there's a community, obviously. Like there, There's people that just uh, eat this stuff up. They're wanting to consume it and learn it. Um, I, I know that you're leading a uh, meetup group here in Nashville for anyone that's interested in learning more and just visiting. Uh, obviously, they can uh, attend those events, right? And then there sounds like there's yes. conventions, uh, competitions. So there, there's like a whole community around this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, the, and the cool thing is, and one of my the, the primary goals, again, trying to get VR to be a hub here in Nashville is to to really bring together, and I've been working with a lot of uh, studios here in Nashville trying to get a, a, a mixture of, you know, obviously there are people that love virtual reality and love the gaming aspect of it. Uh, I don't know if you've ever tried gaming in VR. It's a whole new experience. And if you do it long enough and you take the goggles off, it's really weird being back in reality. I mean, you expect you to move your hand a certain way and something to happen. It doesn't. It's a little trippy. <laughs> uh, so it's a, you know, it, it, it's a wide range uh, on the spectrum of, of experience that people want to have with, with VR and, and, and 360 video and AR. Um, so, you know, trying to create that community that to where people can go both professionally and consumer-wise uh, as, as a hobby, you know, that's it's definitely been a, uh, a very, very cool thing. I mean, everybody that's there, they're super passionate about it. They, they love VR. Um, and even the people that have never put on a headset, and that's one of my favorite things. Like, when I have a headset and somebody says, you know, I never put one of these on before. It's, it's such a cool moment for me. It was like, I'm going to be the first one to put this on you. Like, this is going to be amazing. Like, I can't wait. Um, and there's I something called the art smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind. Uh, and there's something called the VR smile. It, it, I, I, coined, I coined the VR smile. It's not a real thing, but I call it the VR smile uh, because it's 99% of the people that put on a headset watching the, like, the right content, uh, the, the first reaction is this big, huge smile on their face. And, you know, that's something that I communicate to brands in that when, they, when we start talking about um, headset versus on a mobile device, the headset is a whole, whole different experience. Uh, it's so immersive. So that, that smile uh, on somebody's face really make, it brings a smile to my face, and it's very fulfilling uh, to be able to, to, to make people smile. And I always, I've always wanted to do that, but I didn't think it was going to be putting a headset on somebody, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's really cool. Wow. And, uh, yeah, some of the things uh, I've actually put on a, a real headset and you're right. It, uh, total game changer. Um, I, I've, I've recently heard just in the VR space that, you know, there, there's uh, new technology coming that actually increases the, uh, what, what is it, or decreases the pixelation rate, right? So it makes it more realistic. Yes. And a lot of people complain about, you know, the sickness that comes along with VR. Um, so, right. it, you know, there's a lot being invested. It sounds like, I mean, you're on the right track just as a business owner being, uh, keep iterating that. You know, it's like you're doing the right thing. Um, you know, I'm just curious. We're in Nashville. Uh, I recently heard that uh, Queen Actually, you know, with Adam Lambert, the, the new edition Queen, not Freddie Mercury. Um, they did a uh, they did a uh, concert uh, just recently, that, and they're calling it VR the Champions. You know, a little. Oh uh, my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're seeing it in concerts now. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it would be super cool to see Nashville kind of adopt this, just being the music city hub of the world. Like, 
uh, does that inspire you? Like, wh- where do you see uh, music and VR kind of intersecting? Yeah, and that's actually one of the top, um, I think, t- top industries that people really want to see VR, right, is um, our, our live performances. So live streaming VR previously, I mean, even six months ago, was extremely um, costly and, and complicated technically. Uh, but there's been, through new hardware and new software, it's becoming easier and easier. So I think as that continues to progress, you'll see, you'll start to see uh, more and more a lot of these events uh, start to stream live in 360 where you put a headset on. Now, again, we're still kind of limited by the bandwidth at which we can stream these things and with how you're consuming it, you know, putting it, you know, with your mobile network into a headset. It, you're not going to have the experience that you want to have. So a lot of these VR content creators are, you know, we're having to deal with, you know, some of the bottlenecks that come along with it. But it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like how, like how would you not want to be on stage with your favorite musician, you know, or, or if you had the opportunity, you live halfway across the world and you find your favorite band is streaming their concert and you can pay, you know, five, $10 for a ticket to sit front row uh, with a, wow. uh, with a, with a headset. Like that would be, Absolutely amazing. Um, I mean, sports teams and you know, the company Next VR, based out of LA, is is doing a lot of this too, and it's and they've seen a lot of success with it. So, I definitely, especially with Nashville, um, people actually think I'm crazy. I, I you know I talked with a lot of people in Chicago, and New York, and LA, and they the first thing they ask is like, "Oh, you must be doing a lot of music stuff." And I'm like, "Well, no, not not really." <laughs> like, what do you like? You're in the music country music capital of the world. What are you doing? Um, so there's definitely there's there's some companies in Nashville that are uh, you know definitely pursuing that market that are uh, you know doing really good work and it, it won't be long before we uh, really start to see consistently uh, being able to, to consume this content uh, in VR. So really really excited about it. Awesome. Yeah. And on that note, uh, just kind of in a general sphere, of, you know, what 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 are you most excited about in the VR space? You know, there's a lot of different uh, AR VR. You know, we talked about that like. What are you most excited about? So I'm really fascinated with the new dynamic of what a 360 video studio, what tr- versus traditional video studios, where you, know, you have on set, you'll have a grip, you'll have a sound guy, you'll have video guys. You know, your traditional kind of group dynamic and how that's going to change over time with VR, in the in the sense of like, you need to have a developer um, if you plan on adding any type of um, interactive element to it. Like it's beneficial to have a developer on set with you, and it's now beneficial to have an editor on 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 set with you when you're when you're film, filming these experiences. Because especially if you if you're not used to the editing process, the the amount of pre-production involved in in 360 video is is a pretty intense. Um, just to make sure that you're filming it correctly, because you can't fix that in post, uh, which is the general mantra on set is like, oh, we'll fix it in post. It's not, it's not as easy. Um, but I will say, um, with that dynamic, uh, I don't know, did, did you ever read uh, the Choose Your Own Adventure books growing up? Yeah, yeah. I'm a millennial. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Very sorry. Totally, yeah. So, me too. Oh, I, and I and I love those. I mean, those were, those were um, you know, I, I you know, I, I did try to cheat along the way, you know, kind of flip through. But anyway, so I would love it to, I would love to create content where uh, 
a cinematic experience where you are the, the, the protagonist within the story and you can interact, like you come and talk with somebody and you can then choose what you're going to say to them. And you have infinite possibilities of this whole, you are the star of a movie or of a, um, an adventure or an experience and your decisions affect that. So it, it kind of mixes the gaming aspect of movies. You're essentially able to gamify movies, um, which I think is uh, really fascinating coming from a gaming back, background and, and also you know, a movie background. I think the, the blending of the two is incredibly fascinating. And that also plays into branded content. You know, that's, that's something also I come from an entrepreneurial background. I love marketing and sales and um, being a business owner. It's just something I, I love to do. So knowing the capabilities of being able to gamify something, you know, there's definitely value in that. So the ability to interact with and seamlessly market to your customer um, in a virtual world or within a on a cell phone, that, I mean that's that's valuable. And the and the emotional connection with VR, um, empathy is such a powerful tool uh, within VR. I don't know if you've ever experienced eye contact in VR. Uh, I work with a few nonprofits that they do work over in Africa digging wells, uh, and one of the one of the things when you're watching a headset and you look into these kids' eyes, you you mm. feel eye contact in VR. It's 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 a it's a wild thing, man. It, it's really so the power of empathy, the ability to kind of affect the mood of the person consuming the content, um, and that and again, empathy can be not like not feeling sadness or or or, or longing, but also excitement and and joy, and you know making things funny. It 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 takes those emotions that you would try to communicate with traditional video and amplifies it. So that, I mean, that's kind of, <laughs> I know I give you just the broadest spectrum of things I'm excited about, but um, I, I have to say that those are um, the things I'm most excited about. So being able to create content that will move people um, emotionally uh, while also understanding, you know, what companies want in their, in the material, whether it be in a B2B or B2, B2C sense, uh, as a sales yeah. tool. So, I mean, I think there's a lot there. So, fiction, nonfiction, business, <laughs> the, the whole right. spectrum there. There we go. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just consuming content, right? Like, uh, from an entertainment perspective all the way up to, uh, you know, real-life stuff, like nonprofits. <clears throat> Super powerful. Exactly. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen it in, like, roller coasters. Like, they're, they're coming out with uh, headsets on roller coasters now, like, you're no longer on a roller coaster. You're in uh, the ocean swimming with dolphins because you have this headset on. Um, yeah. Fascinating stuff, right? Um, so if, like, let's say we wanted to learn more, uh, you know, we're very entry level. We, we don't have uh, $7,000, you know, to, to dive right in. <laughs> uh, it, it, there's there's a lot of facets, right? We, we talked about the uh, the gaming aspect, the, the filming aspect, the 360, right. like, I don't know, like, what, where, where would a beginner start, like, if we wanted to become a practitioner? So if you wanted to become a practitioner, you know, if you wanted to just kind of feel that it's something that you enjoy, I mean, obviously you can come to one of the VR meetups where we have multiple headsets set up, and you can just get in there without any investment and kind of check to see if that's something that you want to do. Um, but on a practitioner level, getting a hold of, there are VR cameras out there, 360 cameras out there that are in the $300 price range. Um, 
Now, again, the entry level is still a little bit higher, but for $300, you can start experimenting with 360 videos. Um, I definitely recommend um, the Sam Samsung Gear 360. Uh, it's probably like the coolest um, consumer level camera that I've ever owned. I have two of them, and this is kind of like, it's so easy. Um, and if you have a Samsung phone, it'll stitch the footage together uh, by itself. Uh, wow. Sorry, if you have an Apple, it doesn't. <laughs> it, yeah. Or an iPhone, they don't they don't quite have the support yet. But I mean, they have um, the Ricoh Theta, which is another camera that that's uh, you can start experimenting with. So I mean, there's a lot of entry level cameras that you just want to go and and uh, I still I have a 10 month old son, and one of my favorite things to do is set that 360 camera down uh, ground level uh, while he's crawling around and learning how to walk and capturing those moments with the 360 camera. But also, too, um, as far as editing goes, there's uh, Adobe Premiere is the – in After Effects, so Adobe Creative Cloud is kind of where you do your editing. Um, the Final Cut is um, – I don't think they really support editing in 360 right now. Um, and then on a professional level, I think DaVinci uh, Resolve allows you to edit 360 video. Um, so, I mean, there's – if you're wanting to kind of entry-level – get into it, I definitely recommend just buying a cheap camera and just going out there and filming stuff and see, uh, you know, storytelling in 360 is a lot different than with traditional cameras. So better to make that mistake on a $300 camera, you know, than, than a $3,000, $5,000 camera. So it's, um, yeah, definitely. And you can always, you know, check on YouTube. There's some tutorials. Uh, Alex Pierce Productions is a YouTube channel. That's uh, where I learned how to stitch uh, my first uh, video. Uh, Alex Pierce is uh, the friend of mine who I met uh, early on uh, via YouTube. We actually I reached out to him on YouTube. And I was like, man, I, I love what you're doing. And it never fail. He would post something on how to do something right as I was struggling. I'd spend all night trying to figure something out, and the next morning he would post on how to do that very thing. And so wow. it it was weird how he'd always do that. So I reached out to him, and he's now a, a producer at Jaunt. Uh, so it's uh, it's crazy how all that happened. But definitely look up Alex Pierce. That's B-E. A-R-C-E, Alex Pierce Productions. Um, and there's, there's a lot of other guys that, that do, uh, if you go on YouTube, you can search 360 video editing. There's a lot of free software out there, and there's some paid software to, to start start working in 360. Um, in VR, I mean, it's as simple as this Gear VR, Samsung Gear VR, you can, uh, or the Google Daydream. And you stick your phone in there, and it has they have games that are like $3, and the headset's only $100. So you're not having to buy a full computer, uh, a full gaming computer. So yeah. again, this is limited to a Samsung phone um, and a Google phone. Um, but you know, Apple's Apple's making headway, so they'll uh, they'll be there. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, just for the listeners, some, something that uh, helped me out, just better understanding the the entertainment and the capabilities. I, I got on Amazon and just you know, looked for one of those like Mars Boy, uh, just some kind of headset that I can plug my iPhone yeah. into. And uh, Jaunt has an app. Uh, we've mentioned Jaunt several times. They're, I think they're leading uh, the entertainment capacity of you know just actually developing shows, like real live consumable drama. Yeah. Um, and it's incredible to view in a uh, 360 realm. Uh, so really cool stuff. Um, awesome. So it, where would we go if we wanted to learn more about the company or uh, get more involved? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm on uh, I'm on Instagram and, and Facebook at Actuality VR, uh, as well as uh, I have a Twitter. I'm not on there very often, but um, you know, again at Actuality VR and then ActualityVR.com. And Actuality is A C T 
U A L I T Y V R. Um, yeah, and just shoot me an email, um, contact at uh, Actuality VR. Hey, you can pretty much find me anywhere. I've got you know Snapchat, all that, all that mess. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see you on Snapchat whenever they they'll launch 360 video one day, and you'll just be a uh, crushing it. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the reference. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, I really appreciate the time. Uh, thank you for being uh, you know the, the first interview here on uh, Innovate Nashville, and we look forward to uh, seeing what you have coming ahead. Awesome. Well, thank you, Patrick. It can only go up from here, man. The, the, the interviews, they'll get better and better. So. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, bud. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. All right. Bye.